Welcome back, listeners, or hello for the first time. This is Jackie Just Chatters, the Real People Story podcast. No super big celebrities here, only me, your hostess, Jackie Lentz, and some guests that I cordially invite to sit down and have a chat with me. Here in the U.S., Thanksgiving is almost upon us. Instead of a thankful episode, which would have been nice too, I wanted to collect a couple of tales showcasing acts of kindness. One is directed at random strangers. The other is thoughtfully focused. Both are making an impact. Before I kick off the first antidote, let me remind you that Jackie Just Chatters comes out every other week. You can find and follow on most podcast media sources. While you are there, please consider leaving me a review. You can also find me on YouTube, where you can subscribe, like, or heck, leave me a comment. You can also leave a note for me on Jackie Lenz Author Facebook page. I would love to hear your thoughts and suggestions. Okay, our first act of kindness is taking us across the pond, aka the Atlantic, to merry old England. I was directed to this story by a giving local who has taken part in this program. I'll let Bert tell you more about it in his own words. My name's Bert, and I live in Swindon in the United Kingdom. My friend Kelly, which, quick shout out to Kelly, also lives in Swindon, England. And she shared this post on Facebook, and it was about this tag program at Bert's Books which happens to be your bookstore. I, I love this concept. Could you explain to my listeners how your tag program works? Of course. It's, it's a pay it forward board. We have some little cork boards up on the wall of our shop and people can come in. They can put, they can, there's two ways it works. You can pay uh, for somebody to come and collect uh, a book. So you might say, do you know what? I loved uh, the reader on the 627, and I want somebody else to read it. So they can write on the tag, put it on the board, and then somebody else can come and take that tag, and they they can pick up that book for free because the p- previous person has already paid for it. Uh, other people have chosen to put £5 up, £10 up, or just even a coffee or a bit of cake as well. What inspired you to start this programme? So it's something that's been done a few times over here. There's certainly in coffee shops have done it as well. But I've seen a, another couple of bookshops do it. And it was somebody uh, on Twitter, an author actually, Claire Pooley, who said, Bert, I think you should do this in your shop. And if you do it, I will pay for somebody to have a copy of my book and that can go on the board. So I was like, okay, this seems like a good idea. It was something that I'd considered, maybe could we do something similar to this before? But because somebody was interested, I was like, right, let's bump it up the list. So I got these really cool hexagonal pin boards that um, I can just stick to the wall. They, they, re- they were quite cheap. Got a load of pins, got a load of tags, and I put it out on our Twitter and on our Facebook 
people were so so generous and we've got we, well we ran out of tags <laughs> so uh, oh my goodness we ran out of tags then i got some more tags and then i ran out of pins um we finally got everything up on the board now yeah it's been people were so generous giving five pounds here ten pounds there it's been lovely yeah i i just got a, a recent picture of your board that my friend sent it to me of what it looks like and yeah you have a lot of tags that is a lot of generosity going on uh, and that's it people come in and see it and go oh what's this and we explain and and then oh okay great i'll i'll put a fiver on there as well so it's been uh, it, it's one of those things that just blows your mind at how generous people can be what comments or impact has this generated in the people who take a tag that you've noticed so we actually haven't had an awful lot of people take the tags yet. Uh, so it's been up uh, maybe four or five weeks on the wall. And we don't, it's struggle because we don't have an awful lot of footfall in the shop. It's still one of those things that people are learning uh, is there. So we get a few people who come in and take and they seem, you know, they always seem to be a bit tentative about taking it as if maybe it's not for them but we have a sign up saying we will ask no questions there is no judgment here if you need it or if you want it go and take it uh because actually some people might be really quite well off but they're using their money for something else like i don't know caring for somebody or paying the gas bill which is quite big at the moment for some people Uh, yes with inflation i can see that being a real issue this year so i think a lot of people think maybe it's not for them and that there's always somebody else who is worse off. So we get a few people who are nervous about taking it. What we're trying to do is actually encourage people who need it to take it, and also to to tell other people who in their lives who might need it. We think that maybe the people who'd benefit the most aren't necessarily the people who are coming into shops in general. They know they can't afford and they can't afford stuff. So they don't go into these places. So we're going to contact a few food banks, a few charities. We've got some churches that we know of in the area. We're going to tell them it's there. We're going to gather up some of them as well and maybe donate some little parcels to schools at Christmas that they can either put in their libraries or hand out to some of the kids that maybe won't get a present this Christmas. Who knows? The idea that we had the other day, which I think is probably worth pursuing, is that because it's all on this board by the till, people might seem a bit, might feel a bit, I I don't know, maybe they're a bit conspicuous by going up to it and taking it off. So we're going to take a few of them and just attach them to a couple of books in in the range areas or in in the children's books area, so that People don't have to be seen to be taking it. They can just pick up a book and there's a tag on it. And they go, okay, well, I'll take that up to the the, the counter. So that then it's not as as embarrassing for them, potentially. What comments or impacts have you observed in those that are making the donations, that are adding to the board? It always starts to, the conversation starts off with a bit of a, I don't know if it's cynical, but they're looking at it and going, are people taking these people like they're, they're always, are, are they being used? 
is this just a money spinner for you, Bert? We we say, well, we're always honest. And we say, well, look, we, we don't have as many people taking them as we'd like, but we are going to donate them to schools and to libraries and to churches and to women's shelters. Uh, and then they always seem to go, great, well, I can afford a fiver, I'll pop one up. So it's really nice seeing that, this sort of level of cynicism maybe that just then gets swept away because they realise actually this is just a nice thing to do for people. I, I think people do want to do nice things. Like you said, you haven't done this for too long, but in the amount of time, like any regrets in this program? Do you do you foresee you doing this for long term? Or are you like, hmm, maybe, maybe this experiment is not working out for you? I don't think there's anything I would do particularly different. I, I maybe would have, I was surprised a little bit by how many people took it up and, and gave us tags for the board. I would have maybe got my sort of ducks in a row a little bit sooner as to what do I do if nobody comes in and takes it? How do I communicate that? But we have a few ideas of what we'll do. And I think, yeah, I think with all of these things, it's just a case of suck it and see. I think it, it is working. We've, we've, so, we've sort of got the input there. It's now just about making sure the output is, is, is going to the right places. So I don't think, I don't foresee it changing as such. But I will, uh, I, we are, at the moment are encouraging people who come in and ask about it that they don't necessarily need to add anything to the board and where maybe their value could come at the moment is shouting about it and telling other people that it's there, that they can come and use it. How can people find you on social media? So we are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram uh, and TikTok, uh, although not as prolific on there, uh, at Burt's Books. Uh, we're also got our own website, birthsbooks.co.uk. And I will be putting these links in my episode notes. So listeners, you can find it there. Now, if somebody wants to add to the gift tag collection, but they don't necessarily live in Swindon, what can they do about that? So at the moment, I've had to... Uh, turn so we have we have it on our website the pay it forward product on our website which a lot of people were using to donate some money i've had to at the moment turn that off i've kept it turned off at the moment just because there is enough on the board but i will be turning that back on so if people can look at pay it forward on our website they can always just drop me a note or if there's a specific book that they want to put on the board if there's a book that they loved they can buy that on our website and just put a note in the comments saying, I want you to put this on the pay it forward board, Bert. I love that idea of a specific book. One book I just adore, Ella Montgomery's The Blue Castle, which most people know Ella Montgomery from Anne of Green Gables. But she actually did write one adult novel. It's called The Blue Castle. It's this woman who she gets a medical diagnosis. She's got a year to live. So she decides she's going to live for this last year. And it is all these amazing changes that happen to her and her world when she finally stops being afraid of living. And it's a phenomenal book. 
And I have sent that to so many people. Whenever I need to be cheered up, that's my go-to book. And I know that sounds really weird, right? But it's, it is so uplifting. It, like it really, it's all about like being in the moment and enjoying what's around you. Yeah, you've intrigued me. I'm going to have to check it out. It's not one I've read, so I'll have to have a look. I love the idea of what you're doing, kind of bringing the community together and creating this gathering place for people to give and to take, and how much you're trying to preserve people's dignity. Because that is one thing that is always a problem when you're trying to help somebody else. You know, nobody wants to feel embarrassed. And, and we all know we, you shouldn't. Like, if you've lived long enough, you understand you're going to hit a point in your life where you need help. It just happens to everybody. Too many bad things happen and you need some assistance some way or another. And that's how the, that's how it works. Sometimes you give and sometimes you take. I think people don't like receiving charity but they do like winning things. So if I can bag some of these tags and hide them around the store and say, you've won five pound off a book, you know, (laughs) then somebody who wasn't going to spend some money might go, oh, okay, actually, yeah, I can buy that book. I can afford what I was looking for. We do all like that little surprise. We did recently, actually this weekend, I just remembered, because it happened while I wasn't there, but the man had come in a week or so ago and said about it. And he has recently given up his job and he's doing something uh, like sort of community-based. He's creating like a a wellness centre type thing. They wanted some books and he came in to me and said, you know, if I... I've not got a huge budget for this, but if I bought a hundred pounds worth of children's books for this this thing that we're doing, could you give us maybe a small discount? And I said, well, look, I tell you what, instead of giving you a small discount, why don't you come in with a hundred pounds worth of books and then I'll just match it with stuff off the board. And then you can sort of double what, it's basically doubling your budget. So we did use it for, for that. And that's, that's the start of, more of what we're going to do when people come to us and say, look, we're doing this for this good cause, or we're doing this for this good cause, it means that we can go, yeah, okay, we can we can help you. Oh, that's fabulous. As a former teacher, I just get so excited about young minds reading. Like, yes, yes, get books in their hands. Well, thank you so much for taking time and sharing your story of kindness and giving with me i really appreciate it no thank you thank you for having me on my next story comes from a giving woman herself my guest will share with us the lady who inspired her own acts of kindness how to create a non-traditional family and a love of travel Please introduce yourself with your name and where you're from. All right. Well, hello. My name is Sonia and I'm from the St. Louis area. You and I have talked a great deal about this Act of Kindness podcast. And I know that you've decided you want to talk about Linda and the travel surprise. But I think for listeners, I think we better start one step back with exactly who is this Linda person to you 
And how did she enter your life? Linda is someone who, um, when I was young, when my parents got divorced, Linda and my mother worked at the same place. They worked at a TIFF mill, which if you're not familiar with TIFF, it is a, um, is what graphite comes from and lead. So they were worked at a mill together and they ended up becoming very close friends as you often do when you're put in a work situation. They're both single moms with my mom with me and Linda with her son, Eric. And they got to be really good friends and uh, they didn't make a lot of money. So many times if one was short, then the other one would invite to dinner, you know, come over and we'll, we'll make dinner together or whatnot. And Linda just got to be kind of my other mother through, through time. Um, as I got older, she was there for me a lot when um, my mom and I weren't always so close. And uh, she just, she's kind of, kind of my angel other mother, to be honest. That's lovely. Yeah. You talked about this travel surprise that she did for you. Yes. Tell us about that. When I stopped teaching and uh, I was working a job that paid significantly less than teaching and in doing that, our finances became more strapped and it was difficult to travel a lot. And travel is always something that's been very important to Linda. She, uh, actually, she's the first person that I ever really went on vacation with as a child. My family didn't travel. Uh, We'd go creek camping. That was vacation in the summer. And um, Linda would travel with or take us, take us to different places. And saying that as I got older and, you know, less about a few years ago, she knew that we didn't have a lot of money for traveling and she would, you know, she likes to go to the beach, especially uh, Jekyll Island, Georgia. It's a beautiful place. I've been a few times before um, I met Dan, it's my partner. And so uh, she one day just kind of asked me if I would be traveling anywhere that year. And I was like, no, you know, we just don't really have the finances to do that right now, especially with me not teaching. She was like, okay, okay. And then a few months passed and she's like, I'm thinking about the next time we talked really about traveling. She said, I am thinking about traveling to to Jekyll Island. And she does that about a couple of times a year. So I really didn't think much about it. And she said, oh, by the way, could you get that time off? And when we were in May, it was a time in May. And I said, well, you know, I probably could. And she's like, do you think Dan could? And I said, well, I think so. Let me ask him. And I asked him and she, he was like, you know, we can get the time off, but we really can't afford, you know, a trip and the stay and whatever. So she's like, well, you know, you don't really need to worry about that. Cause I already have the room. I've already arranged for everything. Food's taken care of rooms, taken care of. You just, if you can get here, Oh, by the way, here's some money. So you can rent a car. That Aww. was just her way of providing us a vacation. It was the first time that Dan and I had ever been on a, like a real vacation. We'd taken weekend trips, but somewhere that was more than just, you know, Illinois away. It was it was a wonderful and welcome surprise for both Dan and I. And since doing that, she now offers to take us somewhere else. And usually it's always we get back to Jekyll Island uh, for we were supposed to go to South Carolina. I think it's Foley Beach, Foley Beach. Oh, I've always wanted to go there. I've heard such good things about that. She was gonna. She had plans to go there, and then you know, with my surgery, I didn't have the opportunity to go. So she decided that she would just go to Jekyll, and then maybe next year we'll do Folly Beach. That's kind of how 
the surprise travel trip and she's always she's she's an angel she has always surprised me she took me for my when I graduated my graduation trip was to Disney and she surprised me with that for graduation and we went to Disney we went to actually Disney Busch Gardens Universal Studios it was pretty incredible you know I got I got to experience that with her son who is like a brother to me and who has since passed. So I have a wonderful memory of that trip of us together. And it's very treasured. It's I know it's something that if it weren't for her, I probably would have never experienced, especially at 17 years old. And I got to bring my best friend too. That was wonderful. Linda sounds like an amazing and wonderfully giving person. She is an incredible person. There's no one like her for sure. She inspires me to be a more giving person. Because she is always, she finds joy. She finds true joy in giving when she, you know, she, she treats me like I'm her daughter. And as I'm, as far as I'm concerned, I am her daughter. And as far as she's concerned, the same. And she is always trying to find, you know, finding some way to just brighten our day. Something as, you know, extravagant as a trip or something is, you know, I will get a, a, a little package in the mail that she sent that just has a couple of little things that she found and just thought of me. And it doesn't, it's not necessarily a birthday present or a Christmas gift. It's just a brighten your day sort of thing. And I, I, it's very touching. And she, she usually makes me tear up because it's, it's a beautiful thing to experience, you know? And, but I think she truly enjoys the gift of giving. That is, that's, that's her, that's her joy. That's how she experiences her joy. I know you have embraced her love and acceptance of non-traditional family. Yes. With the way you treat some people who have become family to you that aren't blood. Yes. I, I have found in my life um, many times the people who walk into your life become family without being your blood. And I am closer to many people who aren't my blood my found family. And, um, a lot of that's because of just circumstance and things that have happened, but I feel like my faith tells me that's how, you know, God blesses us with those gifts. And he, she is Linda and and many other of my found family are true blessings to me. When I think about role models, I think that you and I have had a conversation about role models. Uh, Linda is definitely on top tier and, and as far as, you know, embracing people that aren't necessarily, you know, many people, I think they get into, this is my family and this is the people, the, these are the people that I'm going to celebrate and love. And they don't ever necessarily step outside their circle of family. And she very much, if you know her and she loves you, it, it just, it doesn't matter if you're family or not. And I think that's, that's a wonderful thing. Do you think it was because of her that you really embrace the non-traditional family concept? Oh, absolutely. I think she was definitely the pillar and the model for that. I don't know. I've never looked at her as any other way but family. I met her when I was seven. So I guess that's kind of, I guess that's where, where found family isn't such an odd or a different thing to me because it's always been a part of my life for so many years. Well, she sounds special and definitely a wonderful role model. A lot of us can learn something from. Yeah, she's incredible. 
I want to thank you so much for sharing your act of kindness story. If if Linda's ever looking for a travel buddy to a beach location, I happen to know somebody in Michigan who loves beach vacations. Well, it's funny that you say that because you know, since you came to visit me, she has inquired very much about you and she often adopts my friends. So um, oh, you goody. you may be getting an invitation. I, I think a little group trip to Jekyll Island would be a fun thing. Oh, I'm on board. I'm <laughs> that that is also been on my I've been to Tybee Island, but I've never done Jekyll and I have heard just it's the bee's knees. So, it is uh, the bee's knees. Yeah, if, if if that's being organized, absolutely. You send me an invitation. I'm I'm up for that. Oh, we'll do she it's when you think of Jekyll Island and I'm going to date myself a little bit, but not like the fun date, like we're going to go to dinner, but like I'm the fact I'm a little <laughs> older, uh, fantasy Island, you know, when you, when, it, if you've ever seen the beginning of that and they're driving in and you have like these lush palm trees and these beautiful things, it, Jekyll Island is just like that. You go over a huge bridge and as you come down, it's just like this beautiful fantasy Island. It's just a, a lush, incredible, beautiful place. Okay. I've, I've never seen anything like it. You, you know, you've ruined my driving onto the Island for me <laughs> because when I get there, all I'm going to freaking hear now is tattoo in my head going the plane to plane. Uh, so thanks I, for that. <laughs> you're welcome for that. <laughs> it sounds very pretty. It is. Well, I'm, I'm glad you could give of your time. And well, thank you for asking me. Wonderful story. Thank you. Thank you very much. I hope these tales about acts of kindness have entertained you, possibly inspired you to go out and spread some kindness of your own. Perhaps most importantly, my wish is for you to see that the world is full of beautiful, giving people. The traditional news sources don't often spend time on them, but I enjoy putting a spotlight on regular folks doing special things. I hope you will come back for my next episode. Until then, I wish you well.